brave little baby drawers had to be to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
how are you skiing with three skis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Lori. And oh, so anyway, I laughed. I mean, he could have had two broken legs and I would have not stopped laughing because I couldn't stop laughing all the way walking down that side of the mountain. And he was like hitting me, hitting me on the arm. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard. Like I did it on purpose. Like I told right. my pee, hey, go knock him down. That'd be game. I mean, I could, anyway, and that's when the end of that day, he goes, you know, maybe we're getting too old for this. But he has this huge, like softball sized black bruise where he, where that's, but anyway, that was, that was our only injury, but it was, it was fun. Well, at least it made you laugh. The injury that made you laugh instead of sent you to the hospital. Yeah. What were the chances? Like he had to be in the exact line of fire for that to happen. I've never had a ski run away from me like that. So anyway, it was all good. All good. Good. Well, well welcome back. We're, we're glad you're back for sure. Yeah. Yes. I came back to the Valentine chaos. Yeah, for sure. And when the clickers are going to be listening to this, they're going to be in the middle of Valentine's Day. So I'm like, well, are they even going to listen? Or is it something they're going to put on to have a distraction? You know, it could be either way. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of either way. So you thought it would be fun to do what? Some Valentine's trivia? Yeah, kind of trivia, really little known facts about Valentine's Day because, Uh you know, Everybody knows about Cupid and Romeo and Juliet, those kind of things, and how it's all about love and emotions. History, really, Valentine's Day history. Okay, there we go. A little history. You did. You're the one that did all the research on this, not me. They're called Little Known Facts About Valentine's Day, and many of you might already know this. But if you don't, you know, it's not going to take long. We thought it just a quick podcast about Valentine's Day to keep you motivated. Do you remember your first Valentine's Day, like with a boyfriend? Um, you know, I can't really remember my first, but let me tell you the one that I do remember. Okay. I was married mm-hmm. and I had a baby. Yeah. And I, I've been working at Valentine's Day since I was 14 years old. So this yeah, was true. nothing new. Valentine's right. Day, I skipped school. I worked Valentine's Day, got married. Then I'm here we're at the flower shop. I come home. Valentine's evening, probably seven o'clock, who knows what time it was. And I hand my then husband a box of candy and a card. And you know what he said? What? Today's Valentine's Day. Oh, (laughs) no. That's my most memorable one. I'm going, you know what? I don't know if this marriage is going to (laughs) last. So anyway, that was the my memorable, my oh, first memorable. You worked your rear so, end off and it's your industry and he didn't even. Uh, I know, right? How about you, Lori? You weren't in the industry, so it probably wasn't related to that. No, no, it wasn't. I was thinking about this and my memory of one, my first, like, besides like elementary school, you know, making the boxes and hoping that. Mitchell, the class hottie, puts a valentine in the box. I remember that being a big deal. But so I was in sixth grade and I liked this boy named Drew. I won't say his last name on here, 
Um, because he might be listening. And he's probably listening. But you know what's <laughs> funny? I will tell you, I am still friends with Drew right now. He lives in Austin. Mm. Everything's good. We've worked it out. We okay. have gone on and married other people. We are friends. It's all fine. Okay. Our older siblings were dating his okay. brother, my sister. They were in high school. So you can imagine. Mm -hmm. They were okay, like, and you're in sixth grade. Yes, they were way older, and we were little punky. So it was Valentine's Day evening. It was like on a school night. I'll never forget this. And again, this is back in the late 70s, early 80s, and kids were different back then, right? Mm -hmm. Sixth graders, we were true sixth graders. We were still in elementary school, sixth grade. Right. Mm -hmm. Make up little girls, very naive very anyway i remember there was a doorbell ring and i was down in the basement watching tv and they called me upstairs and my mom and my dad were there my great aunt ola was there like a bunch of people in the living room my sister was there and she was acting goofy and i'm like oh what is going on and at the door was little drew his mama called him drawers because she was from the south and she called them little baby drawers he was the youngest of four, so you can imagine. And Drawers was about a head shorter than me. Oh, my okay. gosh. Blonde okay. hair. I had blonde hair. And my eyes got huge because we were going steady, but we did oh. not look each other in the eye. We did not mm. talk. Oh, my goodness. His brother was standing there with him, who was dating my sister. And he was like mm. six feet tall. And he was like, Drew, what do you have for her? What do you have for Lori? And he had a bag of Hershey's Kisses. Oh. And do you remember the Hallmark bags that were like that red plaid? It was a red and black and white plaid paper bags. Well, I don't. Hallmark's from Kansas City. And I was in Oklahoma, no. so it was all over the place. Sure. It was this real pretty like red and black plaid. So his sisters had taken a Hallmark sack and cut out a heart. And so put it on there and opened it up. And here's where it got raunchy, Fonda. Inside, <laughs> the card said, Dear Lori, here are some kisses for you. Now, here's what I know. I know his sisters wrote it. He did not. Right. Because my sister read it out loud. Because I stopped when I saw the word. Because I wasn't going to read that word out loud. And Drew's eyes got real big when he heard what the card said. I don't think he knew. And he started running. <laughs> <laughs> and I panicked and I ran to my room. Oh, no. Oh, we were traumatized. <laughs> traumatized. And I do remember everyone in the house laughing. And it was just, just awful. It was awful. And oh. I sure broke up after that. I don't know. I don't know whatever happened. Oh, but I'm sure he must have broken because he was so traumatized. That, he was traumatized. And the thing is, the old siblings are trying to push together because they were like, Drew, give her a kiss on the cheek. Drew, give her a hug. And he was like, no, leave me alone. Anyway, it wasn't mm. me. But that was my first Valentine's. But I will always remember that card made out of a heart. Well, how sweet, you know, it somebody helped. He, but do you know how brave little baby drawers had to be to do that? 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing. I know it. Oh. Well, speaking of Hershey Kisses, yes. that is one of the facts that maybe some people know, but there are more than 80 million chocolate kisses created daily. Wow. Daily. Hershey makes more than 80 million chocolate kisses every day. That's Isn't that crazy? Year-round or just? Year-round. Yeah, that's not wow. just Valentine's Day. So, But you were saying kisses, so I thought uh-huh. that was really the right time to, to give you that mm-hmm. number. Good one. You know, they're often head-to-head with M&M's, who does top-selling candies, mm-hmm. but the third ranking, so first is k- candy kisses, second M&M's, and third is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. They're my favorite. Okay. So there we go. He didn't know so many years ago how he was ahead of it with his Hershey kisses. He didn't. That's Mm. no. Okay. So let's just fire off a few of these. Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. When did Valentine's Day become a holiday? I don't know. St. Valentine's Day was started around 500 AD, and some historians point it to a third century Roman priest who secretly married couples in defiance of the roman emperor wow and at one point one was thrown into jail for attempting to assist christians in the roman prisons i'm sure there's a whole lot of other stories on that the oldest known valentine was written from prison yeah very first line read my very gentle valentine and it's considered to be by many the very first recorded valentine from the most romantic place. Yeah, how sad. I know. Charles, the Duke of Orleans, was imprisoned in the Tower of London when he was only 21 years old. And he wrote this letter to his wife with a poem, used the term Valentine to refer to her. Oh, man. That's depressing. Well, it was important back then for him to... Right, and I guess for the first time it was used. You know how they often take saint days, which this is St. Valentine's Day, and they take those saint days and they make them more popular because they're replacing pagan holidays. Like, you know, Christmas was a pagan holiday, you know, so they're trying to replace pagan holidays with Christian celebrations. And that was pretty much the same here because it was initially a Roman fertility festival. And oh. one of the articles said, they're not going to share all the gory details, but they were having a pagan fertility festival back in the 6th century BC, and where the Roman priests would sacrifice goats and dogs, and then they would use that to sprinkle on the streets, and it was a fertility blessing. So wow. legend had it that women would put their names in an urn and be selected to be prepared with a man for the year. Well, you fast forward a little bit further in a different time, Smithsonian actually wrote that men then would draw out those names and write the names on their arms. And so that's where the saying, wearing your heart on your sleeve comes from, because the men would have their women's name on their arm, which is a sleeve, and use that for for a year. So that was kind of like crazy how all of that came about and so strange. Yeah, right? Right, yeah. Years ago, they would tattoo yeah. of that. I mean, when they were in the army, my my uncle has uh, the name of his first girlfriend on his yeah. arm. And I'm like, okay, now what? Yeah, exactly. 
That's true. That was four wives ago, though. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was just interesting, and that was that every year, thousands of romantic people, well, those romantics, they send letters to Verona, Italy, to Juliet, obviously, from Romeo and Juliet. Mm -hmm. The city marks the location of the Shakespearean tale. And the letters that reach the city are dutifully answered by a team of volunteers from the Juliet Club. Wow. Isn't that nice, though? Gosh. Wow. So if you want to get a letter back from Juliet. No idea. That. So then what about conversation hearts? You know, those candy hearts that mm-hmm. some people like, some people don't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That have the little sayings on them. They're calling them iconic, chalky, heart-shaped candies. Also, the ones yeah. they usually have in school, they started out as lozenges. Okay. Like for your little cold, do you have going on, right? Yeah, yeah. I could use them right now. <laughs> yeah, so Oliver Chase created a machine that would quickly create lozenges before switching to use the machine to create candy, later known as Neko wafers, N-E-C-C-O. Mm-hmm. They still sell yeah. those. Yeah. Do they still sell those? Wafers. Yeah. Yep. They're a candy. They're like a wafer. They're like the candy hearts, except they're super, super thin. And you can hmm. buy it. They almost come in like a lifesaver pack, but they're a wafer. Really? Yeah. I'll have to look those up. Yeah. Well, Chase's brother came up with the idea to print messages on them, and the candies got their heart shape in 1901. Appealing specifically for those Valentine's Day sweethearts. Been making those a long time. This is one I think Floris probably knew years ago, and some people really do know it about lace. Lace has been around on Valentine's Day from ribbons and gift boxes for a long time. But the word itself has an origin benefiting the holiday because the English word lace comes from Latin for snare. So you ensnare someone's heart. So you put that lace on a Valentine's Day card. Love it. I think we just kind of get into statistics. Approximately 36 million heart-shaped boxes of chocolate are sold each year. Lori, that is a lot. 36 million heart shapes. So those are just heart shapes. Those aren't just the regular square ones that would put bows on from my Abdallah chocolate. It's insane. That's mm-hmm. so much chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. 145 million Valentine's cards are given wow. each year. Hallmark tells us that Valentine's Day cards are second most popular to Christmas being the first. Most people send Christmas cards. Yeah. Yeah, that would be true. Because you buy that would make sense for Christmas, I guess. True. Yeah, you do. You would buy it. But as far as candy, the conversation hearts, which we talked about, really take, it says take the cake, but I would say it's just the number of production of conversation hearts. Daily, approximately 100,000 pounds of conversation hearts are produced. That's about 8 billion conversation hearts per year. And nearly all of those are sold during a brief six-week period between January 1st and Valentine's Day. They produce them all year long so that they can sell them for a six-week period of time. 
That's insane. Yikes. That is insane. That company can keep people full-time employed that really only sell for six weeks out of the year. Yeah. Well, the good thing about candy in a general, especially those, because you can- You can store it up for years, probably. Yeah. Life on those things. With flowers being a perishable, I wish we had had a whole year to get them ready. Yeah, exactly. And everything, but you know, those are produced in such a small- window of opportunity and that have to be fresh and sold and yeah it makes the challenge this last one that we're going to share today is one that you already knew and i didn't know and that's the beginning of of galentine's day parks and rec (laughs) yeah 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 because i love that show yeah galentine's day at least from my knowledge it came from the tv show parks and rec leslie nope from the TV show, they celebrated Galentine's Day on there. And that's the first time I had ever heard it. And then I just kind of took on a life of its own. And now you see it everywhere. Yeah. It said since 2010, it's a friendly expense that practically tripled to 1.6 billion. Yeah. I love it though, because we needed Galentine's Day. I think yeah. our world needed Valentine's Day because I think it really does. It's a lot of women. I mean, there can be guy times day if they want to get together with a group of guys too. But it's just that friend to friend spending is get together with your girlfriends. If you don't have a boyfriend, that's fine. Or if you have a boyfriend, get the day before get together with your girlfriend to celebrate your friendship. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. So that's all I really want to spend the time on today is, hey, these are just a few fun little facts. And we just wish everybody has a really great holiday. What were you going to say? I said, I just feel a little smarter. I feel like I took a little mini history class. So everyone out there, have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Or if you're hearing this afterwards, I hope you are able to put your feet up and get a little bit of rest. And we'll see you back here again next week. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed spending time with us because we enjoy spending time with you. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button or add the business and pleasure of flowers to your Google morning routine or your flash briefing on Alexa. We look forward to seeing you next week. So please come back and join us and discover how a bit of knowledge and one small change in your mindset can take you to new levels in your life and business.